Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back, Middle Earth Wanderers. We continue our mini episode series on canon characters in the lead up to Amazon's Rings of Power, which will be available starting at 9 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. If you don't already have access to Amazon Prime or Amazon Video, use the links in the show notes to start a free trial. Today we'll explore two elves from the Rings of Power, Gil-galad and Celebrimbor. I'll be drawing from the Lord of the Rings books, as well as J.R.R. Tolkien's The Silmarillion, and Unfinished Tales, and Carl Hostetter's book of Tolkien notes called The Nature of Middle-Earth. If you would like to purchase any of these books, you can use the links in the show notes. Welcome! In the Lore of the Rings podcast, we wander the world of J.R.R. Tolkien by exploring the foundational epic stories from the deep past of Middle-Earth. If you enjoyed Tolkien's books, or maybe Peter Jackson's movies, or perhaps you're excited for Amazon Studios' new series, The Rings of Power, and you want to dive deeper into the rich world of Middle-Earth, then listen and subscribe. Magavanyan, fellow wanderers! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gil-galad is likely most well-known for his role in the Last Alliance against Sauron, in which he teamed up with Elendil and Isildur to defeat Sauron, but perished in the same battle. Aragorn first introduces us to Gil-galad in the chapter A Knife in the Dark, in the Fellowship of the Ring. Aragorn and the hobbits are camping out near Weathertop, and Aragorn is sharing some ancient tales. Quote, it is told that Elendil stood there, watching for the coming of Gil-galad out of the west, in the days of the Last Alliance. Sam even surprised the group by randomly spouting out some lines of Bilbo's poetry about Gilgalad. Here's the last stanza, quote, But long ago he rode away, and where he dwelleth none can say, for into darkness fell his star, in Mordor where the shadows are. Another reference to Gilgalad is when Elrond is sharing his history in the chapter called The Council of Elrond. There Elrond says that he was Gilgalad's herald in the last battles against Sauron, and even fought alongside him and a few others when they engaged in combat with Sauron himself. He says, quote, For the spear of Gilgalad, Iglos, none could withstand. But these two references are at the very tail end of the Second Age. So what's Gilgalad's backstory? As told in The Silmarillion, Gilgalad was born way back in the First Age, and is the son of Fingon. And since you likely don't have the Elven family history chart memorized, let me try and trace it for you. Gilgalad's father, Fingon, was the son of Fingolfin, who stayed in Valinor and in turn was the son of Finwë, who was one of the three original ambassadors sent by the elves to behold the light of the trees. Now, let's make it a little more confusing. Gilgalad's father, Fingon, would be a nephew to Feanor, the creator of the Silmarils. Gilgalad is also cousins with Galadriel and second cousins, once or twice removed, I'm not sure how that works, 
but second cousins to Celebrimbor, the crafter of the Rings of Power. Because of Morgoth's victories near the end of the First Age, Gilgalad grew up mostly on the coasts in the havens that were protected by Círdan the Shipwright. After the fall of Gondolin and Turgon was slain, Gilgalad became High King of the Noldor, and he would remain so through the rest of the First Age and the Second Age. At the end of the First Age, when the Valar summoned the Noldor to return to Valinor, Gilgalad was among those who chose to stay in Middle-earth, and with him dwelt a young Elrond. In the Second Age, Gilgalad ordered the realm of Linden, in the northwest corner of Middle-earth. He was suspicious of Anatar, the Lord of Gifts, but was not able to perceive that Anatar was actually Sauron the Deceiver, in a noble form. Because of his suspicions, he did not allow Anatar into the land of Linden. Gilgalad was also the original keeper of one of the three elven rings, the ring known as Vilya, the Ring of Air, and the greatest of the three. This ring would later pass to Elrond after Gilgalad's fall. Sorry, was that a spoiler? I, I guess we'll see. Gilgalad befriended Elendil after the drowning of Numenor, and together they formed the Last Alliance, quote, for they perceived that Sauron would grow too strong and would overcome all his enemies one by one. Gilgalad's name means Star of Radiance, and has the same elvish roots as Galadriel's name, who again was his cousin, and apparently they both had really shiny hair. In Nature of Middle-earth, Tolkien explains that he was given that name, quote, because of the radiance of his silver hair, armor, and shield, that, it is said, could even in the moonlight be seen from many leagues afar. I don't suppose that's good for stealth missions, but it was enough to defeat Sauron. Okay, let's take a look at Celebrimbor. Celebrimbor's origins are a little messy. I think I mentioned in Galadriel's episode that one tell has him in Condolin, and in another he has a major crush on Galadriel, even though she chose Celeborn. And speaking of Celeborn, you'll perhaps notice a similarity in the names. Celeborn, Celebrimbor, they share the same elven roots for the word silver. However, in the Silmarillion, Celebrimbor was born in the First Age and dwelled with his father Carufin in Nargothrond. Carufin was one of the sons of Feanor, and so Celebrimbor was driven by a need to surpass his grandfather in the skill of crafting, for he, quote, desired in his heart to rival the skill and fame of Feanor. Celebrimbor had a good streak in him, for he, quote, repudiated the deeds of his father, after his father had attacked Baron and Luthien on their quest to reclaim a Silmaril. We don't see much else of Celebrimbor in the First Age, but in the Second Age he dwelled in Eregion, the land just outside the west gate of Khazad-dûm that had been established in part by Galadriel and Celeborn. Because of his skill in smithing and crafting, he had a great friendship with the dwarves, even drawing the symbols on the doors of Moria with his dwarvish friend Narvi. Quote, in Eregion, the craftsmen of the Gwaith Emyrdine, the people of the jewelsmiths, surpassed in cunning all that have ever wrought, save only Feanor himself, and indeed greatest in skill among them was Celebrimbor. However, when Sauron came around in his fair form, Anatar, Celebrimbor was quick to take his knowledge and counsel. At one point, Sauron had Celebrimbor and the other elven smiths so under his influence that they even revolted against Galadriel and Celeborn, causing them to leave Eregion and travel east to set up the rule of Lothlorien. Sauron taught Celebrimbor how to make powerful rings and imbibe them with particular powers or wills. Thus, the seven and the nine rings of power were made under Sauron's direct influence. Sometime later, after Sauron had left to secretly build up his armies, Celebrimbor crafted the three elven rings, and so Sauron never touched those. 
As Gandalf says in the Council of Elrond in Fellowship, Celebrimbor first became aware of Sauron's deception when the latter had forged the one ruling ring. Quote, For in the day that Sauron first put on the one, Celebrimbor, maker of the three, was aware of him. And from afar he heard him speak these words, meaning the ring verse, one ring to rule them all and such. And so his evil purposes were revealed. Celebrimbor locked away the seven and the nine, but of the three he gave one to Galadriel, and the other two he gave to Gilgalad, who would later give one to Círdan. Celebrimbor was slain by Sauron himself, when Sauron had returned to Eregion to claim his right to the rings of power. But Celebrimbor was true, and never revealed the keepers of the three. Quote, Concerning the three rings, Sauron could learn nothing from Celebrimbor. Tolkien would even describe Celebrimbor as, quote, heroic defender of Eregion in the Second Age War against Sauron. I hope you enjoyed this quick snapshot into the lore behind these two characters. Come back tomorrow, where we'll dive into the origin story of Elrond the Half-Elven, just to hold us over until we can watch the Rings of Power in the evening. Thanks for listening. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Lore of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.